Hi, Scott. Hi, Ryan. How do you do? Good. How do you do? Uh, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. All right. Anyway, I was just being polite. Um, oh. the I can't see you, right? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a piece of electrical tape over my uh, webcam, but I'm trying to fix that. Oh, uh, anyway, don't, I don't. I don't have one over mine right now either because it was like gooping up my camera so yeah i'll state it then i cannot see you and as some people might know or not know that we're in different cities as we record this portland oregon los angeles california and uh so sometimes we have some technical troubles recording these because of a host of different issues and this is actually basically the third time we've recorded this episode so we're gonna we're, we're gonna be great at it then since we've done this so many times we're gonna be really efficient <laughs> and yeah we're just gonna get the job done just in case it screws up again and we another thing to keep in mind is because this is the third time we've done it we've said essentially everything we're about to say to each other two times already (laughs) (laughs) so so any spontaneity or any of that stuff it's purely manufactured purely manufactured this is a script at this point although i did change some of the stats that we'll go over oh good okay yeah that just wouldn't make sense to have you pretend to guess stats here we go uh what's new today a couple things uh, let's start with the website because, and then we'll get into the big news. One, I redesigned the homepage of the website, which is not that big of a deal, but there it is. It's a little bit of a redesign. I think it's a big deal. It looks great. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people have full-time jobs doing stuff like that, and you just did it on a lark. Yeah, I did do it on a lark. Uh, and I use more Flexbox. If anyone, any CSS people out here, uh, Flexbox is kind of a cool thing. Makes it easy to make little containers and columns and stuff. Uh, oh, another little news is that we, uh, this, is, this is news from today, actually. We, after we released the app, the blog that we have got too many hits and we're on like a Heroku free tier and it got taken down. We used up our allotment for the month. So we decided to rehost it, and today we just rehosted it, and I, I redesigned it while we are doing that. Did you know nice. that, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. I thought there was a little extra bit to the story. Like, it looked similar to another blog, maybe. No. You don't have to name names. No, that was the, that was the, uh, the podcast blog. I, oh, I, right. I okay. happened to be adding a location and it was for an arcade somewhere and it used the same WordPress theme that we use on our podcast. So that was another thing I just, but that's easy. That's just like changing colors really quickly. It took five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. And our, I did hear about the blog getting taken down from a lot of people looking at it. Um, yeah. I, man, I got to speak my mind. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, maybe subscribe to it with whatever news feeder you have. <laughs> then you'll know right away when it's updated and we don't have to throttle you. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about that, people that I'd like to look at the blog? Do some work. 
yeah do some work set up some automated processes to regularly check up on it the new blog is hosted on our friend elijah's server it's powered by hugo which is like a a go language blogging platform for static websites and i believe was hurley's real name on the tv show lost (laughs) indeed it was (laughs) Next item is uh, we released the version 5.0.0 of the pinball map app and uh that came out i think on the 19th or so of june something like that and that's a huge update let's talk about it for a couple minutes it took us 14 months of development we started from scratch the development was led by uh beth who's been on the podcast a number of times at this point uh and i designed it and scott did the api work it uses react native it's like a whole brand redesign complete redesign complete rewrite it's a lot faster it has uh no regions that the users can see so it's just one big map and they don't have to figure out what region they're in and switch to that region and wait for that to load it's all just one big seamless map represents a big change we're really happy with it Let's see, we we had a lot of beta testing. 40 people beta tested it. These included our Patreon supporters and uh, our administrators. That was really cool. We did that for about a month and a half. They not only caught some bugs, they also like notif- told us how they use the app because you know we use them in big urban areas, LA and Portland where there's machines all over the place, but somebody in Finland, somebody in Japan, somebody in uh, Ohio, you know, they use the map differently. They expect different things. So it was really uh, valuable to get that feedback from them. And uh, since the app release, we've gotten a lot of feedback. I think feedback from dozens of people, uh, almost all of it really positive. People just happy like it, that they think it's a good update. A lot of good like five-star reviews on the app stores. I, uh, I think this is cool because it looks like a real app. You know, like the last one was uh, good. It was very functional. Um, but, you know, it was ultimately just a bunch of text that you touch. And then if you touch a few extra buttons, you'd see something on a map. This is a big, gorgeous map that, you know, you you can get some text context as like a secondary operation. I think it it looks like... It looks like new apps look, um, yeah. from what I can tell. Yeah, I agree so with I, that. I think it's a big improvement. And our last app was like two had two totally different designs. The, the, the iOS app and the Android app looked different and had different functionality, which was not cool. And it's just kind of a hassle to develop. Now that we have one code base and one design, it makes things a lot more streamlined and easy. The main developer of this app, Beth, React Native expert, um, pinball enthusiast, friend who we chat with every day, basically. 
she has been on the show a few times and she is back on the show talking about her experience developing this app. Take it away, all of us. Uh, anyway, sorry, Beth, there were new things in your life. Yeah, uh, I I have a new job. I started uh, on Monday. And you're working on React Native, the same tooling that brought us all the new pinball map application? Uh, yeah, I actually, I'm nearly certain that this app is what landed me this job. So uh, the repo that Scott so appropriately named PBM <laughs> React Native <laughs> screams React Native in the title. So it's pretty easy for recruiters to find. And it was such an active repository with stuff going on that uh, it came to the attention of the uh, consulting agency mm-hmm. that I'm going through at this and point that, with, and, with Walmart And that's Labs. before the app was even so, out, uh, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. What a, um, like, uh, great story. I don't know how what words to use here. The first word that comes to mind is proud and then happy. But like, what a what a cool open source story, you know? You don't. A lot of people are way too busy, and understandably, way too busy to go home from their job and work on something that isn't their job on the computer. But Beth has done that, and because of that, now has a super n- cool new job. Like that's how it should be. You're right. right I think. Yeah. All right. This is a very low key celebration of what's just occurred. But, but I think we're still in the what's new in our lives section. Sure, we got ahead sure. Of ourselves. But I do, I do, and I don't want to get too heavy here. But I do want to call out for those people who are listening that have not made uh, a phone app before. I mean, this was just two people after hours, like after work, when they can find time on weekends, building something over the course of a year, and that isn't like, I mean. Ryan and Beth were continuously contributing code here. And you can actually go look at all of that work right now. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's like uh, <laughs> like you've painted a beautiful portrait. And, <laughs> you can and, go back and see and every the brush stroke. <laughs> yeah, every brush stroke is replayable. And, yeah, you can see what's underneath yeah. it. I think that's kind of cool. I'm, I am once again feeling weird to use this <laughs> word, but proud of both of you uh, for what you have accomplished in this short period of time. When we released the update, we got a lot of activity, you know, people, a lot more people using the map, uh, a lot of different types of requests like geocoding requests. And in the past episodes of this podcast, Scott has talked in detail about staying under like our memory usage in on our Heroku tier using these like N plus one enhancements, not enhancements. Uh, what's the term? Efficiencies? I don't know. We removed N plus one queries. Uh, we removed them, but I like those. Yeah, they're, I, <laughs> well, sorry. They were looking things up hundreds more times than we needed them to look things up. Oh. Well, what ended up happening was now that we had a different bunch of requests we started going over our memory usage and uh scott do you want to talk about how we resolved those issues this time uh sure we used a time honored tradition wherein software is not running at peak efficiency 
So in order to help software run at peak efficiency, you open up your wallet, <laughs> take out a credit card, <laughs> and pay somebody to increase the hardware that your software runs on top of. I feel bad saying it, and any DevOps person uh, will feel a familiar tinge of, I don't know, I guess it depends on what kind of DevOps person you are. I wanted to say frustration or anger, maybe resentment. Um, but, you know, we were running on, was it 256 megs? Mm, no. 512. 512. 512 megs With a Ruby of app. RAM. Which is for the Ruby app, yeah. yeah. Which is that's a Ruby on Rails app, which is expensive to run. So we have doubled that. We've used the generous Patreon money uh, to double our our RAM and do something interesting with our processors that we're still digging into. <laughs> to be honest with you, like the <laughs> the Heroku stuff is super cool um, and very easy to use. I think the next generation of all this stuff is going to be purely on AWS just to get additional flexibility. Plus, I work there now. So yeah, you, I feel you seem like, to know uh, more about that now since you work there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My abilities on, on the ecosphere have increased, and I would like to explore that some more. Anyway, we bought our way out of trouble um, with the enhanced and... Uh, the enhanced usage and new footprint of usage, like the app touches different parts of the system now. Yeah. And those are kind of expensive to run. Yeah. So on that note, let's thank our patrons because we wouldn't have been able to upgrade without them. And uh, we have a Patreon and 48 generous backers donating every month to us. Uh, we're putting that money to good use. This is it. Uh, I think the the servers are really speedy right now, and we're we're totally in the clear memory wise. And I hope the users uh, recognize this and see that it's pretty fast. Um, so on that note, let's thank our Patreon backers, all the new ones since the last time we thanked them, which was we forgot to thank them last episode. Uh, so we have 29 people to thank here. Uh, some of them are, f- some of them came and went and, uh, you know, backed us for a few months and then stopped and that's totally cool. So they still deserve our thanks since they so generously gave us money. Um, so we'll go back and forth here. Uh, you know, I'll do a few and then I'll pass it back to you. Uh, oh, you oh wait, oh wait, do that. You, you don't, you don't have the list anymore. No, I don't have the list. Sorry. I'd love to do the names, but I don't have the list. Well, what if I said the name for you to say? Does that work? No. Okay. That doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can, how about this? I'm going to say five names. Okay. And if those, <laughs> if those five names are on the list, you check them off. Okay. First names only. Go ahead. Do it. You got it. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Yes, yes. There's a man. Thanks, John. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just do the real names, okay. or else it's not fair. That yeah. was close. Do the re- yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you. I mean, come on. Thank you, Robert, Matthew, Oyvind, Adam, Mark, Jean, Kenna, Rob, Jake. Thank you, tired old dog. Thank you, Ben. Jacob, 
Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Les. Uh, thank you, Spencer and Rich and Rodney and Landon. And thank you, NES Jumpman. Uh, thanks, Brian and Derek. Thanks, Chris and Nate. Thanks, Jason and Christopher. Thanks, Ronald and Christian. Thank you, Jared. And thank you, Bill. Thanks, everyone. Scott, I consider you a man of ideas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lots of times you have, you come up with good ideas. You know, sometimes you just throw them out there for other people to take advantage of. And this is actually a case where that happened. You had an idea a few episodes ago where you mentioned that we should make pinball map hand sanitizers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it was, I don't know, maybe you should take it away. Uh, we, yeah. Well, sure. I'll, I'll talk. I'll t- talk on that for a minute, if okay. you don't mind. I don't. Yeah, you know, everyone's got ideas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes... You hear someone else's idea and you think, hey, that's a good idea. Somebody had that experience and it's a a guy that I I know personally who has had many great ideas over the years and he heard it on the podcast. He thought, this is something that should happen. I'm going to help make this happen. So NES Jumpman, previously mentioned Pinball Map Patreon, a personal friend of mine, we went to computer school together um, he taught me everything I know about recursion, which isn't much, but he, t- he taught, he taught it to me. Uh, and he already thought, Hey, this should happen. So what he did, which I think is pretty amazing. He took our classic pinball map logo, the decorative purple one and printed out, I don't know. What is it? Like a hundred, couple hundred. Yeah. A, um, a nice little stack. It's a nice stack. Anyway, he printed out hundreds of these little tiny, what, like one and a half inch by an inch, half inch? At most. Anyway, it's a great uh-huh. a great size. And they're just big enough to fit on a hand sanitizer bottle. So now we have the means, if we can get some, hand, some blank hand sanitizers, mm-hmm. to brand them with a sticker and, I don't know, what, give them to people with gross hands? Give them to... Yeah, to, I don't know who. Yeah, anytime you see someone with gross hands, you just hand them one. <laughs> yeah, here you go, friend. Here yeah. you go, new friend. <laughs> um, the thing he did with the stickers that I thought was even more clever, if you notice, half of them have the logo printed horizontally. The other half have the logo printed vertically. So yeah. they can be stuck in two different ways. Yeah, it's brilliant. And he gave us each uh, a prototype. So we have one mm-hmm. working one. So yeah, I was thinking we'd we'd I definitely want to make some. This is a like a it, he I, I don't think I would have made them otherwise. It was a great idea, but it just simmered there. And right. uh now that we have the stickers, it's you know, one more step and we're done. Yeah. That's what this guy does. He makes things happen. So thanks, NES jump man. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. You know, there's something else about the app that I think we forgot to talk about, which I find kind of interesting. What's that? Um, so this podcast is famous across the entire world for having broken the fact that uh, Google Maps' new <laughs> price policy is going to have a huge impact on the internet as we know it. Yeah. 
right? I don't think people were really considering that before we got on the microphones and talked about it, but now it has come true. You see like smaller websites everywhere have weird developer versions of the maps or the maps just don't work at all. Mm -hmm. Um, When we loaded up the new app, we ran into some map issues as well, and we were able to get out of those using a kind of weird arrangement that Google has. At least I find it weird. Did you find that weird? Yeah, the fact that their map tiles are totally free as long as they're through an app? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's worth calling out to people who aren't, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is another topic we've talked about a lot, is that the pricing pages on any of these map tile providers are really unclear. They're not just, they're not made for average people that are hopping in and making a map here and there. Uh, and they, the pricing page, there's, there is a price. They list a price for different, uh, amounts of usage of their map tiles through an app. And on those different amounts of usage, you know, 500,000 views, a million views, et cetera, the price is zero listed for each one of those. So they went through the trouble of making a table showing these different tiers of usage yet it's free on every one so why not just like why not just put you know 24 point font on a page that says hey it's free if you're using it through an app (laughs) see i wonder um and maybe if anyone's listening here who works with google or at google or knows about this stuff let us know what's going on to me that means that there's I, I mean, it just seems super weird. We use the web page, a website, and you're gonna charge us like 300 bucks a month to use it, but we can we can hit a map like 10 times as much through an app and it's free, and you're gonna price it out on your website as free. To me says there's some kind of software thing that they haven't figured out or mm-hmm. haven't rolled out yet, and they're gonna charge it in the future. That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, they could definitely start filling in those zeros with other numbers. Uh, But another thing to note is that the tiles you see on an app are considered Google Maps Lite tiles. uh, I think they're less intensive in terms of just their size. I gotcha. Okay, well, we'll see. I just thought that was an interesting little... Because we spent so much time on the podcast talking about having to get on our own map server. Yeah. Surprise, the app doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't care on the app, which is great. It totally saved us, actually. Uh, But this is, I'm going to, I'll jam through this, but this is on that note. Uh, In a previous episode, we talked about in our our process of finding a good solution that wasn't Google Maps, we used one service called Mapbox. And uh, we found that we didn't like it because... It, that was also expensive uh and the we didn't realize beforehand it was expensive because their pricing table used a different metric for measuring what a map view was and you know they they would tout themselves as uh, a good option if you're transitioning out of google maps use mapbox here's our pricing but their pricing was just using different values basically uh, like one map view on Google Maps did not equal one map view on Mapbox. So fast forward to last month, they they must have listened to our podcast when we talked all about that because probably they, yeah, no doubt they actually they rewrote their pricing scheme 
they actually they they almost just like did everything we said uh everything we complained about they addressed basically <laughs> and uh they changed their pricing scheme to to match the Google Maps one they actually reduced the price so it's cheaper now yeah kind of interesting i i was pretty fascinated by that uh the new pricing scheme they came out with they tr- they tried to make it more uh like a one to one comparison and it really se- did seem like they took our our feedback cuz we did give them feedback directly also not just through the podcast maybe they should give us a box of 200 hand sanitizer bottles with hand sanitizer sanitizer in it <laughs> and donuts every friday they should give us that it just seems like they're listening to everything else i thought i would stretch <laughs> that's my stretch goal Uh, let's, you know, we've talked a lot about using the app. So now let's, uh, hear a review of the app by our youngest pinball map app user, Clark. What's your name? Clark. Clark. And how old are you? Four. Four. Okay. Would you like to use the new pinball map app? Yeah. Okay. Um, so what I need you to do is press this little picture Mm -hmm. of a pinball. What do you see? Uh, a words and a pinball on the top. Okay. That's right. It says pinball map, and it's loading right now. Okay, what's loading? Uh, this picture behind it, it's loading. I got a fresh install of it, and it appears to be kind of frozen right now. Hey, there we go. Oh, there we go. We're in. Okay, so what do you see now? Uh, now I see letters and a mm-hmm. uh, big square and two different colors. Okay, yeah. What do you think about the colors? Do you like the colors? Mm-hmm. Yeah? That, because don't you remember, blue's my favorite color, and there's a blue one. Yeah, very good. All right, well, let's for this, let's mm-hmm. just skip logging in and password. Can you click, uh, touch the little thing that says skip this? There you go. Now, wait, wait, before you just say it, your instinct here was to say allow. You were going to hit that button? I was. That's what you want to do? All right, it's popped up asking him if he wants to allow location services while we're using the app. Before I even asked him to, his hand just darted for the allow. Now, what what are you seeing now? I see a bunch of dots and a map. That's right. So this is the pinball map. Do Do you see that blue dot? That's where we are. That's our house. Oh. And do you see those red dots? Yeah. I do. Do you know what those are? Uh, those are other locations where we where we scented them. Well, those are very close. That's really a good that's a great guess, buddy. Those are locations with pinball machines. I was saying that. Oh, sorry. I misunderstood what you were saying. I was say, I was saying where other people live, and pinballs are in where other people live, silly. Oh, so you think this is a map of pinball machines in people's houses? Yeah. Okay. Well, some people have tried to send us that information. Okay. We've declined it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, what else do you see on here? Well, let me let me ask you another question. So you see where your house is. You see all these red dots where pinball machines are. What? How does that make you feel? Like, it makes me feel sad because I want to live there. You want to live where the red dots are? Yeah. Um, in such uh, 
such luminary places like Slim's Cocktail Bar and Restaurant mm-hmm. and the Fixin' too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Now you're touching the dots. What do you see when you touch the dots? Words. Words, yeah. yeah there's a lot of words in a map. I guess you've kind of cut to the heart of the matter. Oh, you've just discovered the slide to the right tray. Try that again. Oh, now you're going left. What else do you see on the screen here that's interesting to you? Hmm, yeah, a tree. Well, yeah, now you're over in uh, in Forest Park. Let's head back to St. John's. Um, what about these pictures on the bottom? Any of those jump out to you? Yeah, that looks like a river. Yeah. It's all blue. That's right. You're right. That's the Willamette River. That's what Mom is cleaning up, right? Okay. What about the what about this the words on the screen? Like what this picture down here? What does that look like to you? It looks like a person head. Yeah. And a heart and a spyglass mm-hmm. and some paper and dots. That's right, you nailed it. Now if I click this one up here that says filter, there's a lot of words on this one, right? Yeah. But now if we press that one, it goes back. Well, you know how to use the back button. Very good. Mm-hmm. What about the one in the upper left? What does that do? List. Oh. What does all this mean? (laughs) Not sure. Not sure what that means. Okay. Not sure what this means. Well, this one, you see, you hit filter enough. I hit this button. It lets me pick a different machine. Like, which one do you want? Which machine would you prefer to be playing? Oh, no. Whew, you almost clicked Aerosmith. Uh, good job, Agent 777. Let's go back. Oh, you filtered by location. and I'm sorry, you filtered by machine. Looks like we're out of luck on Agent 777. All right, well, overall... A red location. Oh, you found... Oh, I think that's actually a hospital. Oh. Um, but that's good feedback. Uh, it looks like we're very close to the hospital icon. We're, <laughs> uh, like, right at that. So give me, can you, can you summarize your thoughts on, on what you're seeing here? Like, do you like the application? I do. So can you do that now, what I just said? Oh, you just, you want to hear yourself talking already? Yeah. Well, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to share about what you've seen? Like anything that you think could be improved? Uh, Just turn that on because I really want that. Well, sure. I mean, we can hear ourselves in a second. I'm, but before we're done, I'm just, it's important to get feed, like good constructive feedback on these sort of things. So I'm wondering, as a four-year-old, is there anything about the, about the experience, the user experience that you think could be improved? Yeah. Like, would you, any features that you think are missing? Anything you'd like it to do? I would like it. So, so I could just see pinball machines, not red dots where pinball are. Whoa, did you just say that rather than just red dots, you'd like some visualization of what machines are at the locations? Like maybe a little picture of one of the machines there? Mm-hmm. Clark, I don't know that we've ever gotten feedback like that. That's, a great, that's great feedback. Dynamic uh, markers that show what the machines are. Genius. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Anything else you want to say to everybody? Uh, I love you. Okay. Thanks. Bye.
That's my son. <laughs> Thank you, Clark. That was actually, let's talk about Clark and his feedback. That was, uh, that was really a neat idea he had about the red dots. Those, and those are some red dots that I designed. I don't mind that he doesn't love them. But it, it, we could have some sort of other like dynamic image in there. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think from and I don't want to speak for you and Beth. I'm speculating, but I'm guessing from a code standpoint, it's not super hard to have those be dynamic based on like the first machine that's there or something. But what I think would be hard would be to have an image that you can actually see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the dots are so small. What are you going to have a tiny little Adams family thing? You're not going to be able to tell what it is. Yeah, I don't know. We could do a prototype in dev. God, you know. here I'm criticizing my son's ideas. Yeah. He's four years old. What is this is like a new low for me. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for some statistics. Statistics. Stat, stat, stat. All right, we always like to start with like our overview. We are, the, the, the map is listing... 6,529 locations with pinball machines. And at those locations, there's 22,065 machines. At my new job, there was a uh, a meeting where I had to introduce myself to the, the whole team and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I, I said all my work history and I said, and you know, I help run a website that's kind of the, <laughs> the the site of record for pinball machines. There's like you know thousands of machine uh, locations and tens of thousands of machines listed on there. Totally blank. Nobody cared. <laughs> Not a single person cared. I was like, oh yeah, here we go, and no one cared. I think one person said, hey, there's a guy here who fixes old pinball machines. You should talk to him. And I was like, okay. There's an old guy in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we sent out an email to 7,725 people that said, hey, we put out a new app. Scott, would you guess how many of those people had, and these are all our users, mind you, how many of those users had typed in their email incorrectly? And I'm talking <laughs> about like the, the, the at part. So it would be like at gmail.con got it how many of those yeah how, what's the user count again 7000 what 7725 7725 and you have to you have to confirm your account before you can use your account right yeah so these are people that obviously failed to confirm their account okay. they're just okay. in our system as users that failed i did not check to see <laughs> yeah got it okay okay i'm just trying to think of like I'm trying to nail, I'm trying to eliminate active users. 725, how many people typoed their email and then presumably got it right the second time or gave up? 25, I'm going to say, I'm going to go pretty high, I think. I'm going to say 130. Mm, too high, too high. Too high, but okay, I'm glad to hear that. Is it 25? 15. 15. 15, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. All right, good, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. And I, I should probably, and I did go in and fix all their stuff. So wait, you fixed it? Yeah, I just, I just go in and, uh, you know, because the, the, 
the the typos they make are really obvious. So I just go into the, our user system, change the N to an M, and then I resend them a confirmation message. Okay. You know, it might not always turn into anything, but if they get that message, they might be like, oh yeah, I remember signing up for this and not getting a confirmation message. If you're one of um, the 15 and you're hearing this podcast, get in touch. Let us know what your experience was like. You were sitting at yeah. home and all of a sudden you got an email from the website that you tried to get into like two years ago. How did <laughs> yeah, they're probably pissed. They're probably like, why did it take that long? <laughs> Reach out. Tell us what you're mad about. Yeah, that's what we want to hear. This is on that same topic. How many people do you think got pissed and unsubscribed to that email? Because we did include an unsubscribe link. Hmm. So there is an official list now. It's not just reading directly from the database every time an email goes out. Uh, yeah, I exported it. I exported the users on a certain date, imported into PHP list, which is a free and open source mailing list service that I installed. Okay. I got to go. I'm hoping that this is around 25. I'll, I'll stick with 25. Yeah. 22. 22. Okay, good. I know. I, I was, I was you expecting know. a couple hundred, honestly. Yeah, I just feel like we're a pretty innocuous site, right? Like we never try to sell anything except ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, you, you kind of want to hear from us, right? If you're using it, I'm, I'm projecting. Yeah, I, I think, and I, it's the only mass email we've ever sent out in 10 years. And so I think people probably look mm-hmm. at this and it's like, hey, this is, this is actually cool news. They're not just wasting our time. All right. Well, that's good. Speaking of wasting time, in that email was a, a link to a YouTube video I made doing like a walkthrough of the app, a demo. The stat is that there's over 600 views of that video. <laughs> I mean, are you... I love these videos. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I never get tired of the videos because I can just picture you in your kitchen <laughs> whispering into your microphone doing the walkthrough for the video with like loving care. I don't think people realize how much you care and like put effort into these things. Uh, I, I appreciate it is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's, I like the that's video. That's cool that that came through. Um, now that the, the app is uh, regionless and you can see locations anywhere in regions or out, out of regions, uh, we've been getting a lot more submissions for locations, new new locations. So I don't have like a firm stat here because I kind of lost that narrative there. I was keeping track, but I, I lost it. But there's been a couple hundred new locations added since the app came out. Uh, a lot in Canada, oh, wow. Europe, and various places. That's great. I mean, that was kind of the hope all along, right? With the regionless thing is now you don't have to have a region to put it in. We don't have to make like an entire state just so you can put two pinball machines in Yeah, it. no, you just submit them and they get added. And it's crazy. There's just so many places out there with pinball machines. They never they never stop coming. The submissions are like th- at least three quarters of the content of my email are people submitting things. Wow. Yeah. Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop. Don't you ever stop. Don't ever stop. Other news, uh, stickers. We made stickers. I have a sticker on my car. They're good. They're good stickers. I believe that they're light reflective. Yeah. I made a graphic where it's like the, it says pinball map with the 
letters spelled out in the dots and the dots are silver in the stickers this like reflective silver it's really cool nice those sound like they'd be really smart to put on a bicycle yep on your helmet on your on your on your bar um and they're small they're like i don't know uh four and a half inches wide by three quarters of an inch tall good footprint yeah put them on your, your your water bottle yeah yeah and then throw your water bottle in front of a car to see the light yeah. shine through it yeah it'd be amazing like it would be reflecting everywhere as the water bottle spins around it'd be cool uh so we'll probably we'll put those up we'll put up stickers and eventually hand sanitizers on the website and well i also want to give those away to our patreon supporters as a token of our appreciation don't you want to do that too I would like, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. I just, we got to get those together. Yeah. Get them out there. Yeah. Well, at least. Can you imagine like the scene with the, the, like the proud person showing up at a weekly (laughs) at some bar and like pulling out this pinball map hand sanitizer and like dramatically squeezing into their hands and sanitizing those hands. Yeah. And then maybe standing and holding it up and being like, anybody want some? And then like 10 people <laughs> flock over and that person yeah. is just a savior, just gooping it out on yeah. their hands. Yeah. And that entire tournament walks out of that bar without exchanging cold germs to each other. Mm-hmm. Just once, like the first weekly that's ever happened where everybody leaves just as healthy as they came in. Maybe healthier. Yeah, maybe healthier. Antibacterial. The last segment is the tip of the day. And we received a lot of questions from people about the app. You know, we tried to make it as intuitive as possible, but it was a very radical change design-wise from our last run. And uh, some people had a couple questions on how to do things, and we have answers these are the two most common questions we got. One is how do I search for a machine? Because if you're on the app and you click the search bar in that thing, you're searching like a geographic location, a city, a business name, or a region. That's what you could search in there, but you don't search for machines there. Instead, in the upper right corner, you'll see the word filter. If you click filter, you'll see a number of filter options, one of which is machine. Click there and select a machine, say creature from the Black Lagoon. You select that machine, then you go back to the map. Then all the locations visible on the map will be filtered to only show places with creature from the Black Lagoon. You could do a search at that point for a geographic location, and it'll only show places with that machine. So that's how you search for a particular machine. Second is uh, in the upper left of the map, it says list. If you click the word list, it shows you a list of the locations that are currently on the map. And I think people were a little confused here and there, a few people that they're, they're like, why isn't the list showing my location that I own? And the answer is that the map that you're looking at isn't showing your location. You're looking at a different city or your location is out just outside the map, ex- current map extent. 
So if you zoom out the map a little bit or pan over to your city, then that list will show, it'll list your location. So it's basically, it's always reflective of what the map is showing. It's just a different way to view what the contents of the map are. You got red dots or you got a list. Those are the two tips of the day. Yeah, if you have any more questions, please send them our way. If you have uh, suggestions for the app, send them our way. We have, uh, we have, we're keeping a big list of the suggestions. Everything anyone's told us, we have a list of. And a lot of those are good suggestions that we're implementing. We're working on an update right now that has a bunch of new stuff to it and should be out actually pretty soon, probably in a couple of weeks. It has been a pleasure talking to you <laughs> for the third time <laughs> to, to do a podcast. You know, people make jokes about podcasts, how they're everywhere. Most people have a podcast, but it's actually really hard work. It's hard to get it right. You got levels to deal with, computer processing to process. Editing. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Thanks for listening and keep playing pinball. Yeah, keep on playing it. Pinball, that is. <laughs> <laughs>